Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your Sunday evening, July 17th, cattle industry headlines. Brought to you by Ag Risk Advisors. They manage your risk so you can manage your operation. With the weather being so darned unstable, there is no better time to look into coverage for your feed crops. The annual forage deadline is right around the corner. With their state-of-the-art technology and second-to-none customer service, which I have been able to experience firsthand, you can be confident that your policy is in good hands. Ag-risk advisors, risks averted, legacies preserved. We are also sponsored by Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to preg check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. They do a phenomenal job. To check out their schedule, head on over to their website, circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or you can go ahead and just give them a follow on Facebook. According to Drovers, U.S. House Agriculture Committee Chairman David Scott, he's a Democrat from Georgia, announced last week he intends to introduce legislation aimed at helping smaller cattle producers. Scott said support for small producers has been missing, but it is definitely one of his one of his priorities. According to USDA, the average beef cattle herd is 44 head and operations of 100 or fewer beef cows account for 90% of all farms and 44% of beef cattle inventory. Yet we are losing an average of 17,000 ranchers each year, which is a national crisis, said Scott. The exact details of the bill have yet to be released, but Scott said the bill would create a new program that strengthens the federal safety net and makes insurance products uh, and makes insurance products work better for small producers, both in terms of coverage and accessibility. Additionally, Scott would like to establish a grant program at USDA to help small producers and producer-owned cooperatives to undertake innovative business initiatives. Argus Leader has reported Sioux Falls, South Dakota City officials have have reported a November ballot petition forbidding the construction or operation of any new slaughterhouses within city limits has officially been filed and validated. According to representatives from Smart Growth Sioux Falls, uh, more than 10,000 signatures were collected. They only needed 6,090. In short, the ballot question would ask voters if they're for or against new slaughterhouses being constructed or being permitted to operate within city limits. The petition is in direct response to Holstone Farms, a Nebraska-based pork processor looking to build a new plant in northwestern Sioux Falls. So as I understand it, this ballot initiative if it would, if it were to be passed, no new plants could be built within uh, within Sioux Falls, and any existing plants would not be able to expand. They would be able to continue to operate. It's not like they're just going to do away with all processing plants in Sioux Falls, um, but there would be no expansion available for those plants already there. This update is also sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. Colt Tritt, he is the owner and operator of 4T Ag. He is a one-man show. He himself ranches, so he understands all the risks that go along with the livestock industry. If your operation is not already enrolled in PRF insurance, now would be a great time to reach out to 4T Ag and get enrolled. And if you want to learn more about 4T Ag and check out everything they have to offer, head on over to their website, www.4tag.net. That is the number four, tag.net. 
Feedstuffs has reported Koch Foods and Koch Meat operating as Koch Poultry. They've agreed to uh, to a $15.5 million settlement in a class action price-fixing lawsuit brought against them by broiler chicken growers. Despite agreeing to this settlement, the company denies any wrongdoing and has asserted defenses to claims against them, just like we have seen other uh, other big processors, uh, big meat giants do. We saw Tyson do it. Uh, we've seen JBS do it in the past. Uh, they will pay these settlements just to put um, just to put everything behind them, but they'll make sure that they put a statement out there that they are doing nothing wrong. The plaintiffs in the case, Broiler Chicken Growers, alleged several companies came together unlawfully and conspired to artificially reduce the amount paid to the growers, which of course is a violation of the Packers and Stockyards Act. A few of the other companies that have come under fire in this case are Tyson, Pilgrim's Pride, and Purdue Farms. As we've talked about in recent weeks, Tyson has already reached a settlement agreement uh, to pay $21 million, and Purdue Farms has agreed to pay $14.75 million. Keep in mind, these uh, little fines, they are a slap on the wrist. Like I just said, all these companies want to do is put this um, inconvenience, I guess you could call it, behind them and move on. This is nothing compared, these, these fines are nothing compared to the profits that these big meat giants make. And as long as we continue to not have any major ramifications for these illegal activities that they are partaking in, this will just continue to happen and they will pay this small, the small fine and they will make billions of dollars in profit by just going forward and having all of this behind them. Until we have actual, actual um, penalties uh, brought against these, against these companies for what they do, this is just going to continue to happen. The North Platte Post has reported Black Shirt Feeders, a group of veterinarians seeking to build Nebraska's largest feedlot, is now proposing is now proposing an even larger facility in a new location in Dundee County, Nebraska. The new location is the new location being proposed is north of Hagler, Nebraska. That's near the Colorado border. Originally, the feedlot was expected to feed right around 100,000 head of cattle, but black shirt feeders are now proposing to bump that number up to 150,000 head. The original location, 23 miles north of Binkelman, Nebraska, drew various complaints such as uh, being too close to a residence and groundwater quality and quantity. This new location is more out of the way. You could say it's more desolate, uh, so it will not be impacting so many neighbors. That's all I've got for you guys this morning. I hope you all had a great weekend. I hope you were staying cool. As usual, this gets really old saying it, but my gosh, it is going to be a toasty one here, here in central Nebraska this week. You guys have yourself a wonderful Monday, and I'll catch you later.